Oh, hey there. Hey, this is Alex. You are listening to part two of our Kendrick Lamar mega episode. Check it out. In part one, we go over Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And in this part two, we are ranking Kendrick Lamar's albums worst to best. Feelings are hurt. Mario gets mad. Check it out. You're not going to want to miss it. Also, at the end, we give our final rating for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. So I encourage you to check out part one as well. But after this quick like little 30-second ad, check out part two. Check it out because this is the best part of the pod. Mario said about like you don't want to commodify this album because it's, it's a personal experience it's meant to be collected as a package and it's just Kendrick being Kendrick right it's not supposed to be ranked against anything obviously for this next segment we are going to rank the Kendrick Lamar albums <laughs> and fuck that, you for this Alex yeah <laughs> this this isn't set in stone but it's it's gotta be on the internet forever so it is set in the blockchain the the preliminary rules i gave people for this is we're gonna start worst to best black panther doesn't count untitled unmastered does count and these are just kendrick's little projects and we're not ranking which one's better it's just what are our favorites ty what do you have number seven all right honestly i haven't listened to overly dedicated and section 80 i've listened to very lightly my last favorite album is um, out of, you know, five out of one. Sure. Oh, shit. That's very difficult. How about Probably we wait eight. on your five since you have... Let, you guys you, go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's let's get to five and then we can get to, to yours. Mario, what do you have, seven? Uh, so I'll, I'll preface this by saying, like, I'm going to give my ranking here. And it's because it's I have to. And it's all subject to change. But one thing that won't change... One thing that definitely won't change about this list is my favorite album. Yeah, we'll get to it. Set, we'll get to it. And my least favorite album. And, and my least favorite album is definitive. This is definitely the worst Kendrick Lamar project. Um, and it's uh, not a particularly good rap album, period. Like, it's just not a particularly good rap album. And it, that, that would be overly dedicated. It's it probably should be just thrown out of the list. And Kendrick, I think the whole Kendrick PR team is kind of like pushing for it to be kind of seen as a mixtape now just like mixtape kendrick you know he got a proper label release Eh, it's it's not so great kendrick is still in his sort of uh, Lil wayne clone era and uh he's fun he's energetic he's cool uh and he touches on some stuff too and you get glimpses of what's to come but not too high on overly dedicated i also have overly dedicated last number seven there are some songs i really like on it specifically uh, ignorance is bliss as well as p and p 1.5 i think kendrick's first verse is absolutely fire all 
and Kendrick played it at a concert before I had actually listened to it. And I'm kind of bummed. I didn't know about the song yeah. because it would have been cool to hear that. On, it's kind of cool. And, and like speaking to Ty or anyone else who hasn't listened to these, this project in particular, like yeah, you should go to the highlights, but if you're going to start like full albums, like as a Kendrick fan, I think you can just start with section 80 and be fine. All right. So moving on to, to number six, I have Mr. Morale right now. Maybe it'll grow on me more and everyone hates me now. So uh, it's more of a testament to Kendrick's stuff and we'll get, I, I still like the album. Like it's, it's just, I really like a lot of these other Kendrick projects. So what do you have number six or, or go, go off Mario, go off. This hurts to hear because like, all right, for me, like also my number six is a pretty good album. Like it's, it's like, it's like a good album. Sorry, so like my feelings. I, I, I like you, I like you have like, I will say this is the second worst Kendrick album, but it's not a bad album. It's still a good album. Now we're getting into good. I think overly dedicated is not that good. I think now we're getting into like, all of this is just quality music now from here on out on the list. It's hard to say, right? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Kendrick fans, like all this shit, we know all this shit is fucking good. But what I will say now is that the worst is, is a, it's an album that I just don't particularly think is good. Now, the second worst is the one that's not a whole album with narrative structure, like an actual executed album. And that would be Untitled, Untitled. Unmastered. That would be Untitled Unmastered. Because for me, Untitled Unmastered is just, you know, some Lucy's that are admittedly fantastic and great to consume on their own. But it's not, for me, the idea to put like a full length album with like great narrative structure and an actual cohesion and an actual, like, this is an actual album. Like this is a whole piece of like body of work that's interconnected to put that under untitled and mastered. I think it's just a little bit, unless the album's genuinely just not that, not that great, like overly dedicated, I think. So for me, like untitled and mastered just had to get this position because it's not a fully fleshed out idea. And I understand that it's not meant to be. It's like literally Kendrick literally did as Lucy's that, were part of TPAB sessions that just didn't didn't make it because they weren't conceptually there. I had a different philosophy with Untitled and Mastered. Um, I, I love it. So, and Fantastic Lucy's. But I also love right. it. I think it's great. I think it's great. I just, it's not. You're right. Like, it's hard you know, to it do doesn't take me on a journey like all the other ones do. And uh, in Overly Dedicated, it's still, it's still sort of like a narrative, but it's just, it's not a particularly interesting one. Untitled and Mastered it is interesting now, but then not a full narrative and so now all the rest of them are both you know yeah i i see your point it's easier to make a compilation than an actual album and and so i i see that argument for for sure um is that what you had number five ty or ty you want to go with number five yeah my number five is actually good kid mount city my number four yes it is spicy um super spicy um i'm hearing things as like not necessarily an entire album but more of like a evolution of how the songwriter is working and after good kid i have untitled um the songs are fucking lit and that album has some of my favorite kendrick songs i i don't know why they didn't make it on some of those songs did not make it on to uh butterfly yeah, I think particularly, I don't know if it's number two or number three, uh, but the one where he's telling the whole story about like uh, 
he raps sort of the, from the perspective of like different cultures. Uh huh. I think that that track is really good. That that could have that that's the one I think I feel like could have been copy pasted into T Pep and it would have it would have been good still and it would have still fit the narrative and it would have fit what the message was of T Pep. Um, but uh, it also has yeah. like one of my favorite Kendrick verses where he's talking about how he's sitting in a parking, uh, sitting at a stoplight, watching someone he wants to murder. Uh, walk into their house and throw their beefcase along the couch until their son jumps into their arms and he speeds off into the night. And <laughs> the storytelling of that verse is just immaculate yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Immaculate will live forever in my memory. So before we get to your top three, Ty, let's do Alex and I's five and four. So now I, yeah, I do appreciate the, the sort of contrarian uh, ranking of, of Good Kid, Mad City at five. Yeah. That's really interesting well, I to we me. Disagree. I love that. I, 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 and before we get into all of that, I kind of want to just do a, a little side conversation. But what, what was the first Kendrick Lamar album everyone heard? Untitled. Interesting. Alex? Wow. Um, the first one I heard was Poetic Justice. I was scrolling through YouTube. Good Kid? And- Oh, yeah, the first, so oh, that was the first time. Mad City. And okay, so, yeah. like, people were talking about how good it was. And so I was searching. That was back before. That's back when you had to pay, actually pay for the album on iTunes yeah. and stuff. So I was searching YouTube videos, trying to listen to all the tracks and, and stuff. And so I, I definitely listened to it out of order the first time. But yeah. Oh, um, yeah. My, my first was Good Kid Mad City as well. And I, I, it kind of sort of broke the Internet because, I mean, I didn't even really know it was coming out. And I, I had uh, heard of the, the new, like, td collective that was like kendrick lamar and absol and J rock and kendrick was you know the smallest name there for me and i knew over the dedicated come out i hadn't listened to it but we came at city dropping people were like oh you whoa 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 where did this come from like holy mm-hmm. hell what an album and uh yeah i listened to it, and it's, it's, it was yeah it's my first first kendrick album so it's, it's probably that fact is, is always probably going to make it rank pretty pretty high for me but i also i've, I've started you know recently to, to to notice sort of the, the more you know some sometimes a little bit more dated aspects about it or or some of the other differences it has to other kendrick albums uh but good, good kid Met City is fantastic i just uh, it's interesting to hear that perspective um moving forward alex what was what was number what's number five on your kendrick discography i think you're sitting at number seven is uh overly dedicated number six is mr morale and number five is for you now Number five is Damn. I I I think Damn is a good rap album. Comparing it to Mr. Morale, it feels kind of shitty because Mr. Morale is obviously the evolution from Damn, but Damn has some great songs and I, I love the the duality thing. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good record. What about you? So at, at my number five, I have uh section eighty. Section eighty is you know my least favorite now what we get into like actual like contemporary Kendrick albums. If we consider overly dedicated a mixtape and untitled and masters, a compilation, then now we get into the actual proper Kendrick albums, full length LPs. And um, among those, I think section 80 is my least favorite. Again, still a good album, still got a great narrative, but uh, Kendrick's still growing into it. Got some growing, growing to do. You can tell. Um, and yeah, uh, you, the fully you called the, it high school rap before. Yeah. The, the, you know, section 80, yeah and it's good it gets it gets a lot of respect and it was the the hype that it was it's kind of the hype that led the you know the the crowd to believe that good kid mess city was going to be a a tremendous album and i i respect those i know some people in hip-hop circles that were big on kendrick since section 80 and they were clamoring about how you know from section 80 he was going to grow to be one of the best 
And yeah, they were right. They were more right than I was. I didn't. I wasn't really impressed. And it wasn't good till Good Kid, Mad City, where I was like, oh shit, okay, wow. But uh, but still, I I don't think I think the fully fleshed idea of Section Eighty is Good Kid, Mad City. I think that's pretty clear. And so he doesn't he doesn't really nail it until he gets there. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll speed. My number four is Untitled Unmastered. I think we've we've talked about it a lot. Yep. Fantastic my, Kendrick songs. My number four is Damn. Uh, again, these are all great albums now, but uh, we talked a little bit. I mean, we, we did a whole podcast on them, so you can hear our thoughts there. Uh, just a little yeah. bit disappointed after it's not quite the follow up I wanted from TPAP. All right, Ty. Top three. Ty, you want to let us know your number three? Mr. Morrell. 100% like Mr. Morrell. I don't know if it's just because it hasn't grown on me fully yet or what. And, and like you said, like, uh, all of these are extremely close together, and it's an incredibly difficult uh, list to make at this point. Mm-hmm. It is. I almost refrained from this question entirely, but we're, we're going for it. I, um, I love irking Mario's like hip hop purism. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, you get me, man. You get me. Here we are. Here we are. What's your number three, Alex? This is where I hurt some feelings and lose credibility. Number three, I have Kendrick Lamar's Defend the Butterfly. I mean, it's still, oh! top, it's still in your top three, man, but we'll get, we'll get to it. Ty, we'll get to it because I know it's probably going to be higher on the list, yeah. to say the least for you and I. I mean, I mean, I've already stated that it's my favorite. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it, it was at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about it once once you all get to to Pimp a butterfly. Like I want you all to yeah. have the final word on it. There are parts of to Pimp a butterfly where I'm like, this is the greatest album I've ever heard. And the, if you listen to the dissect podcast on it, it's like this is the greatest album of all time. And I think the narrative is impeccable. It's an incredible piece of literature. It's a ten out of ten. I think it has more to do with me and my listening habits and. So like are your top I, are your top two above this also ten out of tens for you? It's really hard because uh, I find we contradict ourselves all the time in music grading. So I don't think the, the two I still have left, like one of them is one of them is is section eight. Like I don't think that's a perfect album. I don't think a kid Matt City is a perfect album, but it's just what do I enjoy? It's more. a butterfly is a perfect one. I, I think it's it's a masterpiece. I, like the IGN, like ten out of ten is a masterpiece, and it, it says like nothing's perfect, right? Um, I I just think on I'd rather listen to like "Don't Kill My Vibe" than like these walls in, in a vacuum. Like I think a lot of the song, I'll get to that when I talk about Good Kid, Mad City. I don't, it's it's a hard decision, man. Like as a piece of work, it's his best work, but in terms of like what movie would I rather watch most often? I think I go with the other two albums. I think, I think that's, that's totally fair. Of course. I mean, any opinion is, and, but that, that in particular makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's my like thing is like, it seems like you're, Cola. but my thing is that it seems like you're forcing yourself. And I think we've had this conversation before too. Like it seems like you're forcing yourself to call tip of a butterfly, a masterpiece or a sort of 10 out of 10 when you don't, personally believe that fully 
I see I'm, that you think other Kendrick albums are better, and I see the logic behind thinking other Kendrick albums are better, or that other Kendrick albums are more re-listenable or more replayable, or you enjoy them more. So, what what makes you say that despite all that, Tip of a Butterfly is still like a like a masterpiece and his best work? But it's number three, and, and yet it's number three. My experience with Tip of a Butterfly is I didn't really like it on the first listen. Or I didn't really like it until the very end. And then it like all made sense. Does that make sense? Like I found some of his vocal inflections on things like hood politics. Like it was just like, what is Kendrick? Boo-boo. Boo-boo. Yeah. It's like, why are you saying boo-boo? And like before I heard All Right a million times, I listened to All Right the first time. And I'm like, this chorus is awful. Like we're going to be all right. It, It just sounds like if it hadn't been like kind of normalized and like now I get it now I can enjoy all right. But like the first time I heard it, I was like, what? And then like, there's an intro, like Wesley's theory. I was like, now I enjoy Wesley's theory a lot. Um, But there's like the, every end is a star. It's like, what, what the hell is this? It's, and I found the benefit of To Pimp a Butterfly was going through that slog and maybe not even really liking the album. And then it's like you reach the point of frustration on I and it's, it's very like cathartic. It's like, I yeah. feel like I've been through a lot because I haven't actually enjoyed my listen so far yeah. and I'm able, and that made that part so cathartic and stuff. Uh-huh. So I, I don't like, I, and the thing, I know you like the app. I know you like the app yeah. and like, I get a lot of people didn't like it on first listen. We'll get into that a little bit when when Ty and I talk about it, but yeah, I like I I, I get that. I just I, I I think that no one should force themselves to like a project, and I know it's one of these projects that nowadays like, and the, the critical reception has you know bolstered it so 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 much to the point that like people, a lot of people do think like if if I'm a hip hop fan, I need to like this. I have to like this. I don't think that's necessarily the the case and i don't think people should force themselves to like things i know that's not the case for you you like the project i mean of course I, i've talked yeah. to you about things that, you know huge highlights that you have in the project it's 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 still you know a top three project a top three country project for you and you've called it a masterpiece you've called it a 10 out of 10 so but um I've, I've called but it, it is a begrudging it is, 10 out of 10 you've called that. it a begrudging 10 out of 10 which is something i yeah i i, I like i want to point out a little bit to where i that's yeah. that's where i do feel like that tendency does come out sometimes where it's and it's a tendency that a lot of people have too where they're just like maybe i should like i know this album's great but i don't love listening to it and and why 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 is that and and it's a weird dichotomy. I, it's something i haven't particularly experienced i love listening to the record but i i can see that i can i can see that uh, for me, the, the disjointed jazz just really works. It's just my listening style. Um, we've talked about how T-Pab is sort of a jazz-inspired album, and Damn mm-hmm. is like a rock-inspired album, and, and sort of like explains for sort of sonically my inclination to to put a butterfly over Damn. But yeah, but not, you know, now we have the new one. I love but, jazz rap. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's not immediate, and it's not like like Untitled and Mastered is immediate. Yeah, you can. You're just like you're listening to number eight, and it's like blue faces, and it's like, yeah, I'm having a great time here. It's just like Kendrick's. Whereas uh, songs like "All Right," you, like the first time you listen to it, you're yeah. just like this is not a traditional pop song. Is what? Yeah, the fair is enough. This? Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So, and I didn't like King Kunta as much as everyone. So, but that's just like I, I don't want to dump on a Smithsonian piece of work. So. 
Um, what's, but that is a great conversation to have. And I, I think there's a big difference between best and favorite. And that's why yeah, I, agree I get to that. pick the question. I made it favorite instead. So Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. What's your number three, Mario? So my, my number three now, um, and this is a question I'm struggling with because number three and number two are, are uh, really close together, but one of them is the very first Kendrick album I listened to, and the other one is the very most recent Kendrick album I listened to. So I'm going to need more time to really make this a sure thing, but I'm pretty sure this is where I'm headed. And that's by putting uh, number three as Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, what an amazing album. I think like what a, what a tremendous feat of like rap history. And that's uh, perhaps one of the first records that comes to mind where that, that I think about when I, when I think of like, like what album should I play to someone to introduce them to rap music or like to introduce them to like the whole experience of it, of, of uh, someone telling their story from a perspective that you've never heard before and telling such beautiful stories from such traumatic uh, issues. It's, it's, it's amazing, but I got to put a number three. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of steep competition and it's interesting seeing, Ty, you had good kid Matt say at five. Ty, I, I'm curious, what's your number two? I forget which ones you have left. You have, you have <laughs> Dam and, and T-Pad. And, and okay. So Dam is my number two. And it's interesting because like I'm hesitant about making the, this list because when I first heard Dam, it was my least favorite. Over time, it has grown to be one of my favorite works of his. I guess the thing, the things that I've appreciated about songwriting have changed over time. And that's changed maybe how I would have formulated this list when I first listened to Damn. But I've always like heard this um, in studying like storytelling and songwriting. They say like K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. And Damn is a very simple album. It's very simple. Because of that, it, it communicates its message very effectively. Definitely. I mean, they're all really great, great albums. So we, we you know, there's there's a lot to debate here, but there's also to, to a degree like you can't you can't be wrong here, except for putting Mr. Morale number six. <laughs> I finished my list because I want I want like the actual fans, the, the real hip hop heads to have their moment. Their okay. last word. You can go. I'll finish. Go. I'll finish my list. Number two. People are going to hate this, but number two, I have Section 80. Section 80 is kind of a ridiculous record. It's almost camp. There's this random old guy by the campfire talking about, like, like no one is safe and, and like, Section 80, Section 80 babies. I watched this fire that would gather around and see that it burns similar to the fire that's inside you. Section 80, Section 80 babies. A generation of bliss and disobedience. No, they can't control us. No, they can't control you. No, they can't control us. But we can control each other. I just love that shit. I love like the beat on Tammy's song. Don't judge me. I know this girl, she a real good girl. I just feel like I'm being transported to another planet. And I think, I'm not sure if it's my favorite Kendrick song. That would be its own podcast. But Absol's outro is like one of my favorite rap songs. It's this whole kind of third eye. What's your life about in line meat? Is you going to live on your knees or die on your feet? 
What's your life about? Enlighten me. Is you gonna live on your knees or die on your feet? It's fire in the street. Fire in my switch of fire in between the two legs of your little sister. It's a great introduction to Absol the rapper, and I encourage everyone to listen to Control System by him. But Terrence Martin has this crazy jazz outro, and it's just, it's free form. It, it kind of reminds me of Untitled Unmastered in, in a way, in that there's this almost free form kind of like live band, like drum really escalating the tension throughout the song. A lot of my favorite Kendrick Lamar songs are on Section 80, even though there are some skips there. So for me to close out, um, at number two, I have Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, again, I, I, you know, two and three between that and Good Kid, Mad City is really hard for me to decide at the moment. But I think I'm rolling with this and I think this is going to stick because I'm really not getting tired of this record at all. It's really awesome for me after so many years of listening to this stuff and being there for the Kendrick experience from when he first starts to blow up and get this recognition as perhaps the best rapper out there. It's amazing to see him step back and reflect on all that. And for me, it's it's just a, a message that hits personally a lot more than the narrative on Good Kid, Mad City. And I think that's what ends up making the difference, despite the fact that Good Kid, Mad City is just about the perfect rap upbringing story, uh, willingness to escape and save uh, the you know community. All of that is very present in Good Kid, Mad City, but again, more it seems even more fleshed out and more personal and more relatable in Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And the number one for me, of course, is what I consider to be the greatest hip-hop album of all time, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. You know, it, it recently overtook, I just saw very recently, I think because of people going back to Kendrick stuff this past month or whatever, recently overtook a Pink Floyd album. I can't remember which because I'm not a rock head like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Probably like the wall, the wall or something. The wall. Editor's note, not the wall, but Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Probably something like that. But it overtook it as number two on Rate Your Music's top albums of all time. Uh, and I think number one is uh, the, the Beatles album, Sergeant Peppers. It makes me think of how lucky we are to, to live through a monumental experience like that. And, you know, they might be they might be right. It might, it might not be true. Whatever. It might not be. My, I, I don't know enough about other. I don't know about other enough about other genres to ever make those sort of qualitative statements about music as a whole. But it's to the point that Mr. Mor like listening back to Mr. Morale and I texted this to Alex, too, when I was talking about the album. I feel like now after listening to Mr. Morale, I, I feel the need to almost separate to pimp a butterfly from Kendrick because no, no one will ever be able to replicate that. Even Kendrick himself. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know if Kendrick really even knew that what, you know, that what he was making was the masterpiece, you know, the tip of a butterfly was, it's just about the perfect like rap album and no one could ever, no one could ever be there. So I, I, I almost have to start to forget that that was Kendrick Lamar himself and, and start to see him as more human. And uh, this is, this new album is what I think might be the most perfect, like a, a human Kendrick could get to. If he's still talking about himself, what a top three! I think to be butterfly, Mr. Morale, and Good Kid, Mad City. All those three albums are just wow, just amazing. Honestly, like to bring the songwriter perspective to it, and Kendrick hasn't provided us hasn't provided us with a full ranking. But um, as of before, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, he has stated that his personal favorite of his own projects is Damn, uh, oh, and uh, oh, he's. He has stated that not only is it his favorite, but he believes it is it is, it is his best. Of course, most it's Kendrick clean. fans most, most Kendrick fans don't seem to agree. Uh, generally, it's the clean, conversation, man. yeah, I mean, it's an amazing album. It's an amazing, damn, is incredible. But uh, yeah, most most Kendrick Lamar fans tend to de debate at least again 
prior to the release of the new one. Uh, debate usually between Tobago Butterfly and Good Kid Met City is the best Kendrick album. And so, yeah, to your point, Ty, I think, yeah, the artist, the artist is always going to view it a little bit differently. But also just too when, close to it. Yeah. Also, when Kendrick answered that question, Dan was his most recent album. So maybe now if you asked him, he'd say Mr. Morale. And, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, from an artist's perspective, it's it's easy to think like the most recent thing you did was the best thing you did because it came after you, you always want to think you're getting better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's funny, like Good Kid, Mad City is my number one, but that's Ty's number five. And they're all like in a pretty high tier. Like we all hold them, all these records in, in high regard. So very well said on, on TPAB. But circling back to Mr. Morale, another exercise in killing uh mario's purism is i asked everyone to rate it out of 10 i rate my numbers on personal enjoyment and i don't have a legal argument on why this number is so low i give it a 6.8 right now just in terms of personal enjoyment i enjoy the record and when i listen to it i'm like this is pretty good but right now it's just kind of a 6.8 and ty what do you think uh, my regard for Kendrick Lamar is so high that everything in my top five is a 10. Mm-hmm. That's just that. That's just that. I, uh, I can't disagree with that whatsoever. Can't disagree with that at all. So that, that includes this, yeah, all of them. Yeah. I guess you would have in your top five, you had, you had, you hadn't listened to a really dedicated in section 80. So it would include yeah, everything past that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Untitled Unmastered Damn, Good Kid, Mad City, Mr. Morale, Butterfly, yeah, 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 shit. Uh, It's an amazing discography, and I would would say similar things about my own personal favorite rap discography of all time, Kanye's. Um, I would probably say, you know, maybe my top threes. Dude, I want to loop back to that. I got into Kanye first, too. That's one one thing we could relate on. That's That was also my intro into hip-hop. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, and it was fun to see those little... There's a little burst come out more on this album than any other kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so we got a 10 out of 10 and a 6.8. So two, two tens. Okay. We got it. <laughs> it's official, y'all. Two tens. Look, I, no. I root for great rap music. And I, I, I want to give you all the, the room to explain why it's so great. Mario, what do you give it then? I, uh, I will refrain. It has been five days. Oh I will refrain. I'm sorry. I, it's and I couldn't refrain on the last one. I played your you little have game. A duty to one. the people. If Dude, I that's a no, that's a fair a answer. Number. If I have I'm to joking. say a number, I would, I would say an imaginary number. It doesn't. The ranking doesn't exist right now. I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't Unicorn. necessarily rank it. On, so at, you at do I. I as an imaginary I, number, yeah, and also the lead single to Tip and Butterfly. Exactly. That's pretty good. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, given what my rankings are at i mean th- this is the best i can say is that like given the fact that i've given to butterfly i i am open about the fact that tempo butterfly is a 10 given the fact that i have it as number two after that and i've also ranked good kid med city around like a nine this is this is probably around a nine maybe a little bit higher than a nine i mean like i don't want to get into decimal points but it's, it's like a nine or so I think it's a really fantastic record and it really resonates with me, but this is very subject to change. I guess like in a month or so, I might think very differently, but I think it's probably going to be roughly around then. It might dip down to eight or maybe higher uh, until like maybe 10, but. Yeah. And I, I think it probably goes without saying like, this is maybe your album of the year so far. I, I think so. I think that's fair it's to say. Nice. Yeah, it is. It is my album of the year so far. Extensive list. Or early. Or early, huh? 
Um, it's me. And hey, I uh, I don't necessarily, and I think you know Kendrick would agree with me here, but I, I don't necessarily subscribe to this theory that Kendrick came back and, and you know you you know you might have dropped my album of the year so far, but I've been enjoying plenty of other records this year, and I've been doing I've been I've enjoyed plenty of records over the last five years and stuff like that. So you know, it's not like I'm necessarily just waiting for Kendrick so I can you know so I can finally listen to real rap or whatever, uh, or like finally listen to something good. I, I value this. I'm really happy to hear from Kendrick. I, I think it is my album of the year so far, but uh, shout out to all of the other albums that, that would totally be contenders in the conversation. I really like Denzel Curry's Melt, my, Melt, Melt Your Eyes to Your Future. I really like the Billy Woods album. Uh, I really like uh, the Action Bronson album, which is a completely different vibe, just a lot more fun, just a lot more lighthearted. The Cocodrilla Turbo, fantastic album. Check that out as well. Uh, also came out recently. Uh, there's, a lot to, there's a lot to love. We're in for a good year of music. Finally feels like the pandemic's over. And you forgot Pusha T. It's almost dry. And I uh, forgot Pusha T. Pusha T is almost dry. So, yeah, also amazing, amazing, amazing album. Sorry. I'm sorry, Pusha. Sorry. You're, I, you're, 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 you also called him Billy Williams instead of Billy, Billy Woods. No, no, no. I said Billy Woods. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the album, though. I'll Aethiopes? Aethiopes? I'm not quite sure. Um, I think he's the name of the... I, I couldn't pronounce the album, so I said the, the, the artist, but... Um, apologies if I did say Williams, Billy Woods, <laughs> Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is probably what you meant to say. Um, Freudian Billy story. Eilish, Billy Eilish, uh, Whiplash, <laughs> Backlash. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Um, Ty, you have any, any anything that we miss? Not necessarily. I'm glad you guys invited me on. I had a uh, I had a really great time. Yeah, anything you want to plug? I I heard you hey. in the band. I am in a band, but uh, their name is Gene Peach. That's all. <laughs> Gene Peach. All right. Awesome. Check out Gene Peach. Gene yeah. Peach. Or don't. <laughs> I love everybody. Not everybody. All right, guys. All right, guys. Um, it's been real. Uh, this has been another episode of the Reclassico podcast. If you liked our conversation, send it to text it to a friend. Just shoot a link to someone, put it on your IG story or something. Spread the word. I mean, we're not trying to get famous and crap. We're just trying to have fun on this glorified Zoom call. Anything helps. So uh, thank you all for listening to our, our conversation. We hope you enjoy the music as much as, as we do, hopefully more than my <laughs> infamous 6.8. But thank you all for listening. and <laughs> hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care. Thanks, Ty. You're ready to lower than Pitchfork, man. <laughs> yeah i i meant uh 10 times 10 to the 6.8 i was doing scientific notation uh i will never forgive you um uh yeah good album folks go listen to it just you know and if you don't want to spend an hour and a half listening to us talk about it go listen to the album i'd probably prefer that kendrick would probably prefer that but uh remember yeah. he he's not your savior and neither are we just Choose let yourself. yourself form a, let yourself form your own opinions before you read anyone else's exactly. or listen to exactly. them. Choose yourself. I choose me. <laughs> I love myself. Like whom? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye.